0: Welcome to Jade Balden's Love, Light, and Healing podcast, where Jade and her friends explore faith-based personal development topics to help you develop greater joy and peace when you experience more love, light, and healing in your life. Here's your host, Jade Balden.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Jade Balden, and I am so excited. Today, I have a very special podcast. Um, I'm just so happy <laughs> so this podcast um, is titled "How to Have a Greater Level of Joy and I'm already feeling a great level of joy because I'm with people that I love and adore so much um, so today um, I'd like to welcome you because um, I have two very special guests um, and you know wh- it, it, you know just think about this topic for a minute all right um, how to have a greater level of joy okay and if you are living a half-life if you're feeling suffocated and your life is mundane and hard and you're frustrated and irritated and you're just not fulfilled then please stick with us and listen to this whole podcast because i know it's going to be super juicy and you're going to love it And I hope that um, you can comment and tell us uh, me what you think of this um, and join us, join our beautiful community. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to two beautiful ladies, um, Cheryl Ringer and Debbie Westcott. Yay! So hello. Hello, friends. All right, so let me tell you about um, each of these ladies. I'll start with Cheryl, because last time I, I had Debbie, and, you, and if you've heard our podcast, then you sort of know Debbie by now a little bit. Um, so Cheryl Ringer, she's actually a family. Um, I married into um, their family, and she's my husband's cousin. Um, but I love her so much because we are like soul sisters, Um, She's one of the energy balancing with faith practitioners um, and she has so much faith that every time I think of her, um, I feel like my faith is elevated as well. Um, uh, So, both of these women are very strong. Um, They have um, such a great love for God um, and they talk to God and they know God. Um, Cheryl, she lives in Arizona now (laughs) with her- Yay! I know, right? (laughs) So happy. I'm so happy to be out of the weather. Yeah, Yay. she's awesome. Um, moved away from the cold weather in Wyoming. <laughs> um, and um, Cheryl, would you just take a teeny tiny moment to just say hi and tell us about you a little bit and then I'll uh, introduce Debbie.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm so happy to be here, Jade. My heart is is very full today as we talk And I just want everyone to know what an amazing community this is to be a part of, and that I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I think that um, I definitely have lived a life of less joy lately. I shouldn't say lately. In the last four years, 10 years. And I think when I found this community, that's more lately, is... I found that joy that I had been searching for for so long that I had, that I had been like, how do I do this? And I was taught and trained through this process to find that joy myself, to walk with God and to hold his hand. And I have tried to do that my whole life and didn't realize how I was missing the signs or the feelings or the promptings that he was giving me and how I wasn't acting when I did hear, And that, that, Process became so vital um, I am a mother I have two kids and a son in heaven and that has been just a huge blessing in my life and I know that sounds strange for me to say that but I walk with angels daily and I cannot express to you enough how real that is to me and how much it has become known to me through the spirit that there are angels surrounding me constantly. And those people, those those angels are our ancestors and they are walking and waiting and watching and we have to pay attention. And if we miss that, there is little we can do to find the joy that we are searching for. Um, mm-hmm. I am a teacher and I love teaching. Um, but more importantly I'm a musician and I love music and it has been my calling for a very long time that I have ignored for many years and that in and of itself has brought me a lack of joy and I will never do that again. <laughs> so walking, talking and being with God and finding our place and the many hats that we wear and knowing which hat to put on when. That is my goal in this life.
1: Well, thank you so much, Cheryl. Can you guys feel her beautiful spirit? I am so honored to know Cheryl and, um, to be associated with, um, her spirit and, um, I know that she does walk with angels and she has a very angelic voice and I know that's her calling. Um, So if you feel a prompting to book with her because uh, she's an energy balancing with faith practitioner, go ahead and spend some time with her and she will awaken you. So that, that's Shero. I wish I could just, you know, t- take more time to, to tell you more about her, but we're going to keep this as short as we can. So thank you so much, Cheryl. I love you. Thank you, Jay. I love you. <laughs> and here's Debbie Westcott. We met in Arizona about 10 years ago. And, um, yep, she also lives in Arizona. And um, we... Just was love at first sight. <laughs> it's like, where have you been? I know you, and you know, I've known you all my life. Um, yeah. and uh, you know, even when I've mo- I moved away, we kept in contact, and through uh, this beautiful business that we have together, um, the doTERRA essential oil business, we have kept um, in contact regularly and share each other's lives. Um she's a very strong and faithful woman, um, very dedicated mother and grandmother and um, but I, I will just let you, debbie, t- little tell a little bit about yourself here. You there? Yes
2: yeah. yes I am. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm excited that Cheryl's in Arizona and that we get to be I'm here excited here I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> We get to be with each other and hang out more often and support each other. But yes, Jade and I are BFFs and I couldn't ask for a better friend. Um, I have always been, I love my family. I have four children, um, one of which has mental health issues. Um, A couple, and then of course, every family probably has some health issues and we've got a little bit of that going on in our family, but I think um, what I want to say about me is that I've walked through life. I feel like Heavenly Father's been with me throughout my a lot of my life, but I've also felt alone, like probably a lot of people have, and this community has brought um, me to a place where I don't need to feel alone anymore. Um, here on earth. And I know that God's always been with me and that Jesus is my savior, but there's just something about being here with angels on earth, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I love to learn. I love to create. I love to organize. And I'm an author of a book called Life Magnified. And it's about exploring principles of faith and spirituality, and truth, and science, and I love learning about those things and bringing them together, because I have a witness that God is the greatest scientist, (laughs) and he's the greatest caretaker, too, and so I know that when we align with him and with our Savior, that we can find a greater sense of joy, and it doesn't have to be Held at arm's reach all the time that we can feel it now, mm-hmm. so I'm excited to talk about this with both of you today. yay, thank you so much,
1: Debbie. I hope you can feel her beautiful spirit, and I'm really grateful that uh, I have debbie it's you know when you have friends that um are like you know Cheryl and debbie you just you know, text each other or say hi whenever, however, and you just pick up where you left off. It's just no apologies. We finish each other's sentences. We get each other. So it's it's just this amazing connection, and uh, I am just so blessed, I'm so blessed to have um, friends and you know soul sisters like these ladies. So without further ado, we're going to um, ask the first question today. Um, the first question is why do we need to have a greater level of joy sometimes people feel like yeah i'm good yeah i'm happy um but we're inviting you all to have a greater level of joy so think about that question for a moment okay why do we need a greater level of joy um and so the answer i feel um i want to share with you is that the heavenly father our god right he wants us to have joy And it's just, um, you know, increased amount of joy to the point where we have a fullness of joy or an exceedingly great level of joy. Okay, so what we have now is good, but we can always um, improve on that. Um, So I'm thinking about Heavenly Father as a father. Um, Like most parents, they sacrifice, they work hard, and they want to give their children everything, the best of everything. And they want the kids to be happy and, and blessed, right? So that's the same with Heavenly Father. He's He's provided this beautiful earth for us. And he just wants us to enjoy it. And, and everything that he's given us, like obstacles and trials, all of those are blessings too. And we can still find joy in those things too. Um, and then when you accept it and you enjoy it, you know, it's like a parent looking down and say, yeah, that's, that's what I want for you. Um, you know, take it and receive it. Um, and, uh, you know, I was thinking about the word joy too. It's, it's not a destination. It's actually a state of being. And we could always um, be that when we choose. We can um, increase that level of um, joy in our lives. And it brings me to a scripture, and I like reading um, the word of God in the Bible, in the Book of Mormon and other uh, works. Um, And in this particular scripture that I was thinking about, it's in the Book of Mormon, and it's in 2 Nephi um, 2.25, and it reads, men are that they may have joy. So to me, it means this is why we exist, so we can have joy, right, girls? Yeah. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if Agreed. we could just stay focused on that, you know, and not get distracted from from that, we will have such a a better um, quality of life and and being. Um, so I want to share with you another scripture in another book called um, the Pearl of Great Price, and it's in the book of Moses, five, ten to eleven, um, and it's talking about. Um, adam and eve and then adam says here blessed be the name of god for because of my transgression my eyes are open and in this life i shall have joy and again in the flesh i shall see god so what adam is saying is in this life you know while you're on earth you can have joy so i just want to clarify with everyone that this life is not about you know all this pain and suffering it really isn't All of that can be turned around and be used for our good, for joy. Okay. And then Eve says, were it not for our transgression, we never should have had seed and never should have known good and evil and the joy of our redemption and the eternal life, which God giveth unto all to be to the obedient. Okay. So she's talking about, you know, all of this trials and stuff. That is, you know, to help us have joy as well. Okay, so uh, I think I get the message, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, Debbie, do you want to share with us some of your thoughts?
2: Yes, I think um, I love that she allows space for growth. I think that's what transgression means, is that we have an opportunity for growth. I don't think it means that we necessarily willfully should sin against God, but that we should make choices in wisdom. And sometimes, maybe it's not the exact right thing, but we allow some grace. We allow God's grace on our behalf to redirect us or to see us pass through trials and up level to a greater sense of joy.
1: Mhm.
2: That's awesome. Hey, Jade, can I make a comment right here? Yeah,
1: please, sure.
0: I want to go back to that scripture you just had and mm-hmm. it says at the end of it says and again in the flesh I shall see God. Mm-hmm. I think that's so interesting. In the flesh I shall see God. Sometimes we, we think of like only if God comes to earth do we actually get to see him, but think of Moses. Think of all these people who actually saw God. And why? Mm -hmm. I think of Enos and I think of, oh my goodness, why did he see the finger of God? Because he had faith.
2: Because Mm -hmm. he said,
0: show me it. Show me it. He asked. That's what he did. He had faith and then he asked. Mm -hmm. How do we have joy? We have faith and then we ask. And and then we see. And we go, oh my gosh, there's the hand of God Mm -hmm. in my life. Oh my goodness, what (laughs) did I just see? oh my gosh, what just happened? And it's like these tiny moments of complete miracles that are like mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Can I tell a story? Yes, please. I moved to Arizona two weeks ago and we're traveling with this big U-Haul and we have this car attached to the back of the U-Haul and then I'm driving another car. And so we have all this vehicle happening. My sister's driving the U Haul, my friend Gilbert is in the passenger side of the U Haul. I'm driving the Sequoia. My friend Jessica's driving with me. So we have dual drivers and all this, okay? So we're following the U Haul and we see the chain fall from the car. So it comes unattached to the back of the car and it says, and it's like, oh, goodness, that chain's going to drag and create sparks. We got to fix that real quick. So we call them and we say, hey, you got to pull over and, and we got to fix this chain. Well, we weren't in a place we could pull over. we were in the middle of a canyon one way. There's no shoulder. So we have to get to the bottom of the canyon. So we're like, OK, so we know what's happening. We're there. We're in the canyon. And the whole time in my sister's brain, she tells me this later in her brain, she's saying, how are we going to pick up that chain? It's going to be dragging for miles and miles. It's going to be hotter than blue blazes. How are we going to pick that up and fix it? And this is what's happening inside our head, she tells me later. Well, my friend Gilbert's in the passenger side, knowing that he's the only man among us and that he's going to step out and do this. And he's thinking the same thing. How am I going to pick up this chain? So miles and miles pass. We get to the bottom of the canyon. We pull over on the side of the road. We pull over. Jade, this is not a joke. We pull over, we stop the car. He opens the door and there's a glove laying on the ground. A brand new
1: glove. One glove. glove.
0: (laughs) One glove. And it's (laughs) laying on the ground right where we open the door. He opens the door and he goes, and he climbs down and he looks, picks up the glove, shows my sister and he goes, Oh, look, God left me a glove. (laughs) I mean, what? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's I can beautiful. I could tell that story a million times a day, and probably ten people wouldn't believe me.
1: No, but, I, amazing. but I'm
0: telling you, that's what happened that day, and all we did was see. And his first response out of his mouth was to see the hand of God in his life. He saw God in that moment. Mm-hmm.
1: So when we have this greatness, sorry, Debbie, ahead,
2: that's okay. I was just going to say, and. What I love too, Cheryl, is that your your travel to Arizona is because you are on the errand of God. Like you chose it because you were prompted to come here. And so Mm -hmm. I think what he's saying is that be obedient, my precious daughter, and I will be with you along the way. Here's how I'm going to show you joy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it manifest in your life as you follow what I've guided you to do. So I love that. Thank you. And it's, it's just, he is bound.
1: He's bound to his words. So you have so much faith, you, whatever you ask for, he's going to provide. It's so amazing. So I just wanted to reiterate our question. Um, Why should we have a greater level of joy? And we were talking earlier, and Debbie, you mentioned that, you know, it, having joy is one of the highest vibrating uh, energy out there. Yeah. And when we do, it's like what Cheryl experienced. Like when you're vibrating so high, you get to tell Heavenly Father stuff and say, "Hey, you know, let's do this together." So we need to pick up this yeah. chain. You
2: know. And I think I think the other part of that is that. When we are vibrating or, you know, in that state of being, it shifts the energy in the room. It allows other people to have a new idea of what joy is. It allows them to have a new idea of their power of choice. Mm -hmm. And so so we're reflecting that. Right. To other so, people.
0: So we also need to recognize that we don't feel that continuously. And and there's a purpose in not feeling that all the time. There's a purpose mm-hmm. in him saying, when are you going to recognize that if you're feeling joy if you don't feel this pain or if you mm-hmm. don't feel this, whatever. Okay. So there is an oppositional pull that he wants us to recognize continuously. Right. And he offers us these, beautiful moments of opposition to help us practice finding joy. Now the goal I feel like in this life is how quickly can we get there? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: How quickly
0: can we recognize and make the mind shift that says, Oh, I don't need to stay Mm in that place. How quickly can we do that? And that takes practice. Mm -hmm. I'm a piano teacher. I teach piano and I say, how do you get good at piano? You practice. Mm -hmm. If you, if you come here and take a lesson and then you don't do anything until I see you again next week and you come, how much progress are you going to make? You're not, Mm -hmm. you have to practice. And so he offers all these opportunities to practice Mm
2: -hmm. and we
0: love to label those as hard times or trials, or we could just take a moment and label those as opportunity.
1: Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love it. Um, I love how you say, how quickly do you recognise it and how quickly do you, you know, see that and, and practise with that opportunity? And then up-level, right? We're just practising more joy. Um, and we don't have to label it as this awful trial. Um, it's an opportunity. Figure it out, rise above it and be inspired and move forward. So this whole earthly existence is just to practice that realignment to, to God again. When you're not joyful and bad things happen, okay, use an opportunity to realign again. That's all it is. Practice heaven and keep progressing and increasing.
0: And so, he knows so. when we're ready to do that. He knows yeah. when we're ready to level up. He knows, he knows that, hey, and I'm not going to give you more than you can handle. So just trust me in this moment because it mm-hmm. might feel hard. But it's just new. I tell my kids out of school no. all day, it's not hard, it's just it's new.
1: Okay, no, I'm going to take
0: that. So take, take this moment and recognize the newness and, and realize the, the, the opportunity to, mm-hmm. to rise, to lift, mm-hmm. to level up.
1: Yeah, I love the words that you guys are saying. Um, You know, just see using the right words is another way of showing how we uh, our perspective changes. You know, and um, because our goal is joy, that's so beautiful. All right, so ready to move on to the second question? Yeah, yeah. So second question is, what is joy? So I'll take a few moments here to just share with you what I feel, um, and Debbie and Cheryl will share with you their ideas too. So I believe that it's a, a kind of happiness and peace from receiving the fullness of truth and light from God. That's it. It's it's that, um, you know, ability to receive that light and truth, basically. Okay. Okay. Um, a satisfying joy that we feel, that we feel, regardless of our situation or circumstances. Okay, it's not the same as that fun, uh, you know, that is short-lived of the world. You know, we're we're enjoying something fun here. That's it's not that joy. Okay, so um, this here is a very satisfying and deep a sense of happiness and peace, um, regardless of what's all happening, even in the midst of our trials we will still feel that joy. It's odd to say, but we can. We can feel that joy in the middle of um, a trial as well. So, um, you know, I feel it in my heart and I feel that energy in my gut and it radiates outwards. And the more joy you have, the more light you're filled with and and even other people can recognize it. And I feel like there's a little condition to joy. (laughs) It's a little. Um, The condition is, um, you know, living righteously, okay, um, being obedient, all right, so I feel like because this purpose is um, about joy, um, God already gave us the formula to, um, you know, to get that joy and that, uh, that comes from um, being obedient to him. Ladies, do you want to add anything?
0: I have a little story, Jade, that I would love to go, please. I know I'm, I'm a story girl. I like to, I love like directly correlating it to my life. How does, how does that match with me? How do I relate mm-hmm. to that? I was sitting in a church leader's office one day and it was a few weeks before I moved to Arizona. And he asked me why I was moving and what brought me to Arizona. And I had all these miraculous experiences. And I don't, I mean, I didn't know if he was there to try to talk me out of it or whatever, but I knew what I had to do. I had received personal revelation on so many occasions of how, what, when, and where. And a lot of it didn't make sense. And a lot of it was like, like, why am I doing that? Like, why at that moment? Why at that day? Why on that? Why at that time? Like, why? And I, there were questions that I couldn't answer. And so I was telling him the spiritual experiences that I had had. And I ended the conversation with, this is all supposed to get better, right? And he looked at me and he squinted his eyes and he said, Cheryl, I don't think it gets better than communicating with the spirit directly every day. It doesn't get better than that. And I was like, mind blown explosion. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's correct. I was feeling peace and I was feeling the joy of following the spirit and listening the first time, even though a lot of it didn't make any sense. It didn't make sense. And I was still following that because I knew, like you had said up here, I feel it in my heart, deep in my gut, and it had to radiate outward. I knew that God knew that I knew.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: And so when I, when you know that, you have to move. You have to do whatever it says, no matter what anybody else thinks, feels, says, or does. That's you have that. to do that. And that's what that mm-hmm. means. Is I felt that peace in my gut. And that was joy. That was the joy, that peace that I felt, knowing that I was doing the right thing. And I was in the midst of turmoil. Mm-hmm. I was getting all sorts of opposition on every side. Okay, mm-hmm. A lot of people were not happy about that move. Mm-hmm. But I knew what I had to do. And yeah. I felt that peace
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that brought joy.
1: That's a great story, Cheryl. I feel like a lot of us will have to go through something similar. You'll have your own personal experience, but the patterns are all the same. If whatever is happening around you, the storms and the winds, and yet you still feel this peace um, and, you know, you're guided I feel like that's where um, God says, you know, don't worry, what, whatever is happening in the world, don't worry, I've got you. And, yeah. and it's exactly that. And everyone needs to, to experience this so that when, you know, these moments come, we really can still follow him. And then we end up being happy and joyful. And I feel like the fruit of the spirit is that. Um, so it reminds me of the scripture in Galatians. It says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy and, sp- and peace and, If you're feeling love, joy, and peace, it also means you're feeling the spirit, right? And so you know that you're heading the right direction. So I think we deceive ourselves if we think, Yeah, check the boxes. Yes, I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Um, you know. But if you're not feeling that love, peace, and joy, um, then I'm sorry, you're still not feeling the spirit. So keep working, right? Yeah, Um, so I I love the another scripture in the Book of Mormon. It's in 1 Nephi 8.12. It says, the fruit thereof filled my soul with exceedingly great joy. So, in all of these beautiful scriptures that I I have listed here, I won't uh, be able to tell you all of it, but, um, you know, it just reminds us, hey, joy, 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 come on, joy, 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 focus on that, right? And then when you focus on this, you're able to overcome everything that's along the way, okay? so it's not um, something that we need. We should, uh, you know, allow ourselves to be distracted from, okay? Because God's focusing on that too, to help create joy. And I love the word exceedingly because it indicates that there's a greater level to be had, so we don't have to settle. Yeah,
0: I love that so much, Jamie. That that settling is something that I feel like previous to the last two years, I just became a professional at settling yeah, and and how much that caused discontent in my life. And I, yeah, I've just learned that that's not an okay thing to do. It's not okay to settle. It's okay to, we, we just have to live at a higher place and a higher level of joy to not settle.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I know, um, every time I think about this, I think of all those situations where you you ask for something, right? And then you, um, you know, it's just the, you know, you ask for a little bit less because you're, you're, oh, we've got Debbie back. Hi, Debbie. Um, So she's, she's out in the wilderness. So (laughs) She's got connectivity problem, but I'm glad you you got back on Debbie. Um, So sometimes we ask God for stuff and we kind of, ask him for less than he wants to give us even and then he he shows us what we really should be asking for right um so you know I can may i have permission to share your your piano story real quick oh please sure. do please do yeah awesome. I, just just a real quick example of it um so cheryl she is a musician she you know needs a piano that's like you know, one of the most important things that she needs, she needs to purchase first in her new move. Um, And then she thought, you know, she's going to get this smallish piano that's going to do the job for her. Um, But, you know, long story short, she ends up with a beautiful, uh, almost brand new grand piano that fit perfectly into her home. Um, And at the price she wanted it as well. And, um, you know, so all of that is evidence that, you know, God wants to say, hey, yeah, you know, you want joy, but let me, let me tell you, here's an, a greater level of joy that you should, should ask for instead of just settling for, for that. Because um, we have such a tolerance for, I guess, pain and, um, and mediocrity, but we don't have to. Yeah. Isn't that a great story? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I have to tell
0: you the ending of that story is... yeah not only have a beautiful piano i also have a new friend um the guy who sold me the piano has checked up on me often i'm doing okay and it is and he's just a a super gentle gentleman with with oh i just can't say enough good i don't even barely know him but his heart is clearly in the Mm -hmm. right place and he had some experiences that day that I was there. That he felt. Wow, this piano's hers. It's not mine. It's meant to be right, hers. Right.
1: So it, it edifies he since, him.
0: He has since created a space in his is in his home of peace and joy and um, all the things he wanted in his home by removing that piano out of the space and has still kept music in his home in the form of a smaller keyboard and some guitars that were that were his his uh, what's the right word his special thing but this other thing needed to take precedence his library and books needed to take precedence in that space Mm -hmm. and so god not only created that in my life but he created it in his and for him and his new uh future wife and and they are just so pleased with both and he called and checked up on me wanted pictures of the piano wanted pictures of the piano in the space we cried together and it's just been a beautiful experience just the whole thing all the way around
1: that's, that's that how, how God works. Yeah, go ahead, Debbie.
2: I was just going to say, isn't that how it happens? That's the whole, I think that's the why. Like why we hope to understand that we can have a greater level of joy because it's a ripple effect. It's a ripple mm-hmm. effect that when we embrace it, we allow other people to see what is possible. Mm-hmm. We other people to then also create opportunities for joy
1: yeah it's always a win-win situation with god so amazing and you're so in awe of it right every time you know you see that's beautiful orchestration yeah so let's move on to the next question um so um the question is is this the solution to our pains you know, having a greater level of joy. What do you guys think?
0: I think it comes back to what we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Are the pains going to go away? No. Um, you know, Jesus sat in that garden of Gethsemane and he said, Heavenly Father, take this from me. And then he said, but if not, thy will be done. Mm-hmm. And and do we do we take that time and just say, I realize that I don't have the whole picture. And I realize that you do. And because I realize that, I trust in your way. I trust that whatever you're creating right now is to help me find more joy. Because what would be your other purpose in that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, your- there has to be a purpose in that pain.
0: Right, there has to be a purpose. And you've already told me that men are that they might have joy. That's what you told me. Mm-hmm. So I know that your purpose in my pain is to create more joy. It's for me to, once again, level up. I have to level up. And you don't know that you need to level up, but he does. He does. He knows when. He knows knows when you're ready. He knows how, right? He knows our weaknesses, and he wants our weaknesses to become our strengths. He knows when we need to be tempted and tried and tested, and he knows when we need to build more faith, and he knows when and how to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. absolutely and you just have to trust in him in that so instead of you know get, taking that pain and saying well I don't want this right and suppressing it or ignoring it we should be grateful and you know of course we're going to say oh it's uncomfortable um, like you said it's, it's new it's something new um, it's unfamiliar right but if we just experience that pain and that grief or sorrow or whatever, experience that and let it pass through us. And then we'll get to the other side so much quicker. And then that pain, um, it sanctifies and purifies us, right? And um, then we transcend, right? That's what I feel. But because we know where we're heading, we're he- heading towards joy, um, we have that strength to pass through that pain, grief, and sorrow.
0: You know, I read this book um, called Letting Go. It's a profound book, yes. But I, one of the greatest things I learned from that book is to be real with my feelings. I needed to recognize exactly what I was feeling. I'm going to correlate this directly with this picture that I have. I have this picture of Christ, and he's reaching out for this little boy, and the title of the picture says, Take My Hand. Okay, so... So here we have this take my hand and we have this moment where where he says, hey, listen, be real, be real with your feelings, recognize that you're feeling a certain way, recognize that it is what it is, and then take my hand. Take my hand, grab on, and I'll create that grace, that bridge that says, You don't have to do this all alone. You don't have to feel all these things forever and ever. You don't have to walk through all this blah, 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 blah. You can just take my hand Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I'll ease that burden for you and I'll meet you where you can't handle. And here's, and here's the profound thing in that he says, I'm never going to tempt you above that, which ye are able. Sometimes we create the more than we are able because we don't take his hand. So, so grab on, just take my hand, but let me make up the grace that is sufficient for you to feel joy again. Let me make up those feelings so you can get to joy quicker. Mm-hmm. Okay, that doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't take away any reality of what we have to go through. It eases it because we have him in our, in our side, On by our side with his hand clasping ours. We don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. We don't have to feel all of that forever and ever. Mm-hmm. We can take a moment, recognize it, recognize it for what it is and then give it back to him mm-hmm. and then say, okay, yeah. I trust I you. Think- I trust your process.
2: So I dry. think the really important principle in there is that here in this life, we're provided with very natural, you know, opportunities for opposition. I think we often Or humans often compound it, compound our opposition and create more of that instead of moving towards Mm -hmm. the joy. And so I love that. I think that's probably going to be the most critical part of this podcast is Jade explaining our ability to pass through it, to get to the other side and the sanctification and the purification that happens as we allow the pain or allow the trial, or doesn't even, I mean, that's the thing. We get to choose whether something is painful. We may, it might be uncomfortable. It might be like there's a kind of a principle that I live by is that I can identify something that I don't like, but I don't have to give it all these labels like terrible, horrible, awful, tragedy. I can just say, okay. This is, doesn't feel great. I don't like it, but what's on the other side? What am I to learn from this? How is this helping me grow? And my ultimate goal is joy because that's what we're focusing on. You know, that's the ultimate um, goal of this life is to have greater joy. And the next life, we're always transitioning we're always up leveling we're always progressing if we can embrace the opportunity
1: mm-hmm. if
2: we can pass through you know sometimes I think I get really comfortable
0: in my cottage and then heavenly <laughs> father comes in with his bulldozer and tears down mm-hmm. my cottage and he's trying to build <laughs> me a castle right but I'm like hey whoa 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 my cottage is just fine my cottage mm-hmm. is working for me right <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think you're like, all like-
2: Sometimes. And he's
0: like, oh, honey, what, I'm sorry, the boulders is coming, whether you want it or not. So, get out. So, you know, get out of the house, evacuate, right. quick. Right. You, gotta you be have honest.
1: to, yeah, you just have to be connected to God enough to just hear those instructions and say, okay, sure, thank you. And, and be in that gratitude right. and surrendering. That. Do we recognize how quickly? How quickly. Right. And that's that because we know that all of this is for us to have more joy. It's not, it's not out there looking down and saying, well, let me just, you know, poke you and make you uncomfortable. It's like, you know, let's nudge you out of there. I'm making you a castle.
2: Move your butt. Well, <laughs> right. I, have this, I have this image in my mind of him saying, come on, hop on this bulldozer with me. <laughs> on with- Hey, let's let's do this. Yes, let's yeah. take this that's down. Build you castle <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And I you get so comfortable being average. Uh-huh. That's the space of the choice. Yeah. Like you can sit down here if you want, and I'm going to provide all these opportunities for growth for you, or you can hop on with me, mm-hmm. and let's let's walk this walk together. Let's let's design this plan of a life together Mm -hmm. I love that Debbie
1: so good yes let's design it and you have a say you know you can um, add what it is that you want and then he's going to say yes of course but how about this this is a little bit better than that Right. How about yeah. how about that grand piano instead of
0: the clavinova little lady? How about yeah, that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> what you want a hundred
1: thousand, let's go for two hundred thousand. <laughs>
0: why are why are you settling for a hundred thousand? Let's do this.
1: Come on. No. Exactly. That's so awesome. So why are you
2: why am I focused on this thousand dollars that I lost when four days later he's gonna give me twenty six hundred? You know, exactly. it's oh, little you better stories. tell that story, Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it's just, I'll make it really quick. So there was a situation with my um, design consulting job where we were being bonus compensated for some extra training after we reopened since COVID. And anyways, that situation changed in a way that tested my integrity. And I considered myself a person of integrity. And so it came to a point, I'm going to make this short, where I decided that I wouldn't be turning any more timesheets in to be compensated through this special bonus program. And, you know, that was a great loss to lose $1,000. But in my heart of hearts, I knew it was the right thing to do. And so I just went to Our ownership, leadership, and just told them, I have been compensated more than fairly for the work that I've done and the work that I will do for the next four weeks. And so I just let it go, went about my merry way, but I felt peace inside. I felt joy inside. I didn't feel a loss. And then four days later, I'm blessed with a client who I'm able to sell. $26,000 of product to, and that more than doubled what I lost. And Mm -hmm. I knew that I was being given great abundance for this ability to pass through that trial and come out on the other side with greater blessings than I imagined Mm -hmm. that I could have. So that's
1: a beautiful story, Debbie. It, yeah. it shows that you're surrendering to God and partnering with God, you know, in making that difficult decision. And then you allowed His grace, and in yeah. that grace, like uh, Cheryl said, is it's majestic. It's so beautiful, and yeah, uh, and then it humbles I you.
0: I love that word. That that grace word is just so beautiful to me. Like I think about myself. And I think I want to radiate grace. I, I want to walk, talk, dress, look, act, everything with grace. I want to do that. I want to be that girl. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I accomplish it and sometimes I don't. And I want that. And I, I like to partnership the word you just said, that, that grace word with majestic. Grace feels majestic to me. And when I think of myself as a child of God, like I, that makes me the daughter of the greatest king ever to live ever to walk ever to own ever to anything. Right. I'm not, I'm not the queen of England's daughter. I'm like Mm -hmm. God's daughter. Mm -hmm. I'm God's Mm -hmm. daughter. That's who I am. That's who I am. And that is majestic in itself. And so when we think about what he wants for us, he wants that. He wants us Mm -hmm. to recognize that we are majestic and that we're capable of that. And I, I, I I don't know about you guys, but man, I have highly underrated myself most of my life,
1: yeah. and I don't want to do that
0: anymore. No. I don't want to do
1: that anymore. That's exactly right, and I feel like that's exactly what we all go through. And I'm sure the listeners feel the same. Sometimes you, well, not sometimes, probably most of the time, you feel like you're not enough, right? And um, like Cheryl's saying, when, when you recognize um, that there's this grace and majesty and that you're his child, you know, you feel enough. You feel like, yeah, what I've done is good enough. You know, we need to let go of some things and allow ourselves to progress further, but we're enough. And we need to open ourselves up to receiving more and allowing God to um, bless us with more. You know, don't settle for your cottage. You know, open up and allow God to create that castle for you. Yeah, That's yeah. That crazy. surrendering,
2: that partnership, that that divine okay. walking. Can we identify that flip side? Because the flip side c- would could have been that I, <clears throat> you know, in any of these situations, that I felt betrayed, that I felt um, dishonored, that I felt like. Something I was being taken advantage of in this situation with this bonus money changing somehow. I yeah. could have fought, fought against the
1: pricks, right?
2: And, and you could what have felt was-
1: abandoned, Debbie. Yeah, God yeah. abandoned you. You prayed and you tried to do your best, and you're a good girl. And hey, now blessings are taken away
2: and i think many of us even i we all still do that sometimes but i think that's what the challenge is is that when we are upleveling to embrace joy we are able to pass through that and um let those things go like i don't have to stay there in this place of resistance and contention i can create something different and if i trust that god is watching out for me then the outcomes are going to be much better than I even imagined they would be.
0: And back to that scripture on Adam, when he says in the flesh, I shall see God. Mm -hmm. Debbie, you took the moment and you saw God in the moment. Okay. We, when we take the moment and of course the flip side is betrayal, abandonment, blah, 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 blah. I make a list, right? Yeah. Of course that's the flip side. Of course those feelings are real or, are they, or did you take the moment to see God? Did you take the moment to see God while in the flesh
2: mm-hmm. and what he's capable of doing?
0: Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then trusting, just,
2: just trust.
0: I created the money. I can give you more. Mm-hmm. I can also <laughs> take it away. Yeah. Depending upon your reaction, you know, whatever, whatever we need to do to teach you. Cause that's my goal. I'm going to teach you. I'm gonna train you, I'm gonna teach you, I'm gonna train you, but we'll do whatever
1: that looks like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and you whatever said, you said um, Cheryl, that we have to let go of you know, the idea that we're the one that's creating stuff, that, mm-hmm. resp- that um, heavy burden of, it's up to me to create all that stuff, we're gonna let that go because we need to work in synchronicity with God. And there's moments where we need to stop, be still, right? And there's moments where we need to um, do our part, but we will know um, when we're connected to Him.
2: Yeah. I love, I love that word synchronicity. And you're the one who kind of brought that to my attention is that um, this, this command that we have to be perfect, is really about synchronicity. And I, in my limited earthly knowledge, I watch for that in my life. I watch for that. And it comes like, I'm pulling into a parking lot and I'm like, hmm, I'd really like a front parking space. And I drive and I drive down one aisle and then up another. And it's like, oh, here's this person pulling out so that I can pull in. And I'm like, praising God in my heart and in my mind. I'm like, think you know, with gratitude, thanking him. And it seems like such a simple, silly thing, but I think the more that we notice that, the more we attract that, the more we create it. That's, and does that give me this ultimate fulfillment of joy? Maybe not, but I think all of those experiences added together, Mm -hmm. witness of the joy that he wants to give to us.
1: Yeah, that's perfect, Debbie. Perfect segue to our next question, right? And it's how can we create a higher level of joy in our lives? How, right? So we talked about why, um, why should we, right? And now we should talk about how. And the first thing that I feel is that people need to learn how to pray, to pray to God, right? Yay. So Cheryl's cupping her hands. Um, and we need to talk to is him. In your head just now is we have to learn how to communicate with yeah. him. How, how, how did Debbie work on that synchronicity with God, getting a good parking spot without that skill of praying? Um, you know, so sometimes people have like a little wish in their heart and they go around about their life wishing this and wishing that as if God's a butler. But um, we really need to um, look into the scriptures and see how the prophets pray um, because they, they kneel, they bow their heads, they, they pause, they're still. Right? And then when you are in that space, you open your heart up to that divine download, the instructions. And also you've got to learn how to pay attention to your heart energy. How does it feel? So sometimes people don't allow themselves to feel in their heart. And for me, that is the biggest thing um, that they can change because that's how Heavenly Father talks to us. That's where he instructs us. He doesn't instruct you in the brain, right? He instructs you in your heart and he he opens your mind to light. And then when light comes, you use your intelligence to align with God's intelligence, okay? But the heart is what initiates that um, um, process, right? So what do you ladies think about prayer, divine instructions?
2: I think the word the word intent comes to mind a lot because we can talk about wishing and we can talk about the intent of our heart is to continually be doing good, to be using our time with wisdom, to be, um, you know, shining the light of Christ out to others. And I think if we're That alignment has a lot to do with the intent of our heart, has everything to do with the intent of our heart. And I think he's, you know, when we're in the right direction, like we're heading the right way, he's just like left and right. That synchronicity is showing us that we're on the right path. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That the intent of our heart is being honored because you know this ease and flow that we feel in life allows us to have the time the compa- the capacity and the compassion to share what he's giving to us with others yeah very good i i think about my life jade and
0: i think man i was born into a family that taught me to pray my mm-hmm. parents prayed every day we prayed five, six, seven times a day. And, and I think that that was something that I just knew how to do. And then I, then I started doing energy healing sessions with people and I would ask them to start with a prayer and they would like look at me and just pause. And we were on zoom meetings or wherever we were and I would go, Oh, do you want me to teach you how to pray? I didn't realize that I needed to make that step with them. And I was like, Oh my goodness. So then all of a sudden in a matter of seconds, I taught them how to pray. And it was like the most beautiful prayer came out of them. And I was like, oh my goodness. Now that, when you hear someone pray for the first time, that, could it be any more genuine and sincere than that? I'm not sure it can. And I think sometimes we take for granted our ability to communicate with God and then not only communicate with him, but remember communication is a two-way street. Mm -hmm. We, we pray to him, but then we have to figure out how to hear him speak to us. And as I have learned, you know, along the way, how to listen to him, I realized that I was missing a lot. And so I began this practice of this is, this is induced by Jade PS. This Mm -hmm. is Jade saying, Cheryl, try this. And I took this blue Lotus that came in my mother's day thing. And for the last two months, I've taken that blue Lotus around my eyes And around my ears and just said, Heavenly Father, give me eyes to hear, eyes to see and ears to hear. And I chant this over and over in the mornings, every single morning, you guys. This is what I do. I know it sounds (laughs) crazy. But but I, I put that stuff around my eyes and on my ear and I say, eyes to see and ears to hear, eyes to see and ears to hear. I want to see you in the flesh while I'm in the flesh. I want to hear you while I'm in the flesh. And then it takes... And then as I do that, I have found that my day is more focused on hearing and seeing. And I want that to be the focus of my life. I want to hear and see. And then the third step of that is do. I have to do. After I hear and see, I have to do. He asks me to do, do, do. Now go and do. Now go and do. And that could be in the form of calling someone, sending a text, stopping by someone's house. It could be in the form of saying a prayer for someone. It could be in the form of, I mean, pick something, you know, Mm -hmm. but listen, listen, and then go and do it, do it. And that takes practice. And Mm -hmm. I always say to my kids, I, if I ask you to do the dishes, it's because I want the dishes done right now. I don't want them done tomorrow. I want them done now. Mm -hmm. There'll be more dishes tomorrow that we need to do tomorrow, but I Mm -hmm. want this done now. And so I wonder if sometimes Heavenly Father just doesn't shake his head and said, did you hear what I said? I, I, I said, and, and you waited till three days from now, or you waited till a week. Why, why'd you wait? Why'd you wait? Did
2: mm-hmm. you?
0: Can we learn to listen the first time and do it, do it the first time, be so obedient that we learn to do it the first time we hear it. Yeah.
1: I yeah. just love that. I love that.
2: Debbie. <laughs> there's another element here too. Cause I think if we, there's a scripture about, Waiting to be commanded, and that if we wait all the time, then we're considered a slothful servant. So, there's an element of creation, I think, that we are meant to learn here, and that's by designing. If we're talking about how to create a higher level of joy in our lives, like you have to identify and then design your life. You identify what brings you joy, what are your skills, your gifts that can lift yourself, your family and humanity, your circle of influence. And then you design, you sit down and design your, your days, your mornings, your evenings and in between with a plan, but all the while leaving space Mm -hmm. all the while for leaving and allowing time for God to guide you and influence you through that plan that you've created
1: oh, So, many
0: so hats we have to wear so many hats that we have to put on throughout <laughs> our day. and just waiting for the spirit to tell us which one and when yeah yep. absolutely beautiful
1: ready. excellent ladies that all of that just now that was so juicy so juicy <laughs> you guys so i'm going to quickly summarize that part there just for um you to just digest okay um pray talk to god and hear him Okay, like Cheryl says, just have this choice of, I want to open my eyes more. I want to open my ears more. Okay, for those people, you know, if you've had pains in your heart and things have happened in your life that you've struggled with, yes, you've hurt and you grieved. You know, all of us have gone through that. But what we learned is we have to still keep that heart open to receive the divine download and instructions. So if your heart is open, you can open it up to joy. Okay, so like Debbie said, intention. Make that intention to choose to hear God, to choose to connect to God, right? And one thing that I want to add in here is be obedient. Be obedient to him. Um, Cheryl says, if, if my father tells you to do something, do it right away. Do it immediately. Don't let him have to repeat himself over and over again, right? And that is not just to keep the commandments, you know, not being obedient to keeping the commandments only, you know, the Moses's 10 commandments, not just that. Okay. It's the divine directives of the little things like, um, you know, like Cheryl said, texting somebody, calling somebody, um, you know, or, hey, it's this hat that you have to wear right now. Okay. Being obedient to all that is like a muscle. Once you learn to hear the one thing then he can give you the next thing and it gets better and better and it gets clearer and clearer and more detailed to the point where it's like you know you you, undeniable um, directives from god but all of this whole process it brings us to this um state of joy this real divine joy because we're connected to him And, you know, when we have that connection, that's being perfect. That's the process of perfection, okay? Because we're working in synchronicity with God on this earth, okay? So I hope that makes sense. Um, I hope that summarizes it um, a little bit. Um, So I I just have a scripture in a book called Doctrine and Covenant that I want to help... um, It's not just our ideas. here. It's not just Cheryl and Debbie and Jade's, you know, the ideas. This is stuff that we could find evidence in the scriptures as well. So Doctrine and Covenants 93, it says, And no man receiveth a fullness, this is a fullness of joy, right, and light, unless he keepeth his commandments. He that keepeth his commandments receiveth truth and light until he is glorified in truth. And, not, and knoweth all things. So that's that perfection, right? And we just have to, um, when we follow that prompting, we come closer, and we become perfect because we become one with God. And Jade, the follow-up scripture to
0: that is, I, the Lord, am bound when you do what I say and when you do not what I say, you have no commandment, okay? So if, he's, if he says, I'm bound, like, his, he's going to do the same for you that he's going to do for me if Mm -hmm. you follow and if I follow and we've all had those moments where we didn't follow, right? We know what that feels like. It feels Mm -hmm. like being in hell in this life, right? Right. So
2: Mm -hmm. we don't want to be
0: in that place. We want to be in that place where we are following and listening and, and, and keeping his commandments in a way that he can talk to us because our hearts and minds are open Mm
2: -hmm.
0: without any distraction, without any,
1: that is Satan's greatest tool is distraction. That's right. And thank you so much, Cheryl. If, if he's bound, then you can trust him 100%. You can trust him that if you do this and you follow him, you know, like Cheryl, I, I'm going to Arizona, I'm gonna move. You know, he is going to be reliable. He's gonna be there for you, right? And there's no doubt about that. And that discomfort that you're talking about when you are disobedient, guess what? That is a good thing that divine discontent in your heart when you are um, acknowledging it and um, are real to it it gives you a clue that you're not aligned so it's not something that happened to you right it might have been a sin of omission right something that you didn't do it's not that you did something bad necessarily sometimes it is too but you've misaligned, and that discomfort. Oh, so good. Because then you can say, well, 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 well I'm a, all about joy here. And this heart is not being joyful right now. How do I change? You know, I need this clear instruction. I need to go back to prayer. I need to go back to connection again. Right. Yep. And,
0: and again, going back to that, how quickly can we do that?
1: Mm-hmm. The quicker we do that, the more joy we feel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yep. that takes That's- practice. That's text practice with the eyes to see all the situations as opportunities and not obstacles that we have to fight against and struggle against. Yeah, that's awesome. So, question number five: Why should we start now? Why should we start to find that joy and create that joy now?
0: Can I just? I just have to share my favorite quote. It just yes. came again. If not me, who? If not now, when? <laughs> <laughs> not me, who? If not now, when, exactly. when, who's get, to, who gets to be joyful if it's not me? And if it's not right now, when, when do I get to be joyful? We love to do this. I'll be joyful when such oh. and such happens. That's, mm-hmm. are you really, really, my, my daughter always says to me, is it though, mom? Is it I think that, <laughs> because I think that I'll be happy when I'll be happy when all these boxes get unpacked in my house, I'll be happy then.
1: No, you can
0: be happy right
1: now. You can be happy in this moment. You can enjoy yeah.
0: unpacking these boxes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When, if, that's not, none of that. <laughs> Debbie, did you want to share?
2: I was just thinking that um, we kind of delay our progression. You know what I mean? We delay so much. We just hold it at arm's length if we can't understand that His grace is here now. Mm-hmm. That his joy is here now, that <laughs> the dishes or the the vacuuming or the discussion no with a child <laughs> you, know, you know we may not like it, we can find joy in it because of the good fruits that are coming from it, mm-hmm. because of the good fruits, like if this is going to yield the fruits that I want, I can have joy in doing this now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to hate it. I don't have to label it mm-hmm. as you know dramatic or tragic or <laughs> hard or difficult. I mean, in our I think in our earthly language that's what we call it. But me, I just say, uh, oh, maybe I don't really love this, but I can see the end result, the good fruit that's coming from it. And so I'm going to love this journey. That's, isn't that what it is, joy in the journey?
1: Mm-hmm. That's so. beautiful. So we're telling you guys, listeners, that we have the power to create that joy now because when we are connected to God, right, we can be the source of joy and the source of light and the source of time and the source of money, abundance. We can be that source Um, So this whole journey is for us to figure out how we could have more of that that joy and tap into our power more. Yeah? So I think one of the things that stop us is our pride. That's why we say, well, when, because we think we know better, (laughs) you know. We think that that uh, sudden happiness will happen when, you know, we're unpacked, when the dishes are done. Um, So that's, that's relying on our own understanding. Um, so we, we do we call that pride, um, and I, I just think there's a there's a bit of a a truth um, in understanding uh, our human fundal, you know fundamental human needs. So I learned a while ago that we have these core needs. We n- need to be loved. We need to feel important, and we need to feel belonging. We need to feel this security and have a variety as an adventure and change, right? And then we need um, power of autonomy, right? the feeling that we can create, we can choose. So those five fundamental things, it can all be addressed and provided for when we connect to God, right? When we connect to God, uh, we feel loved. And you know, when we get all of these fundamental needs, we're joyful, Okay. Um, we feel important when we know that we're a child of God. We belong to the family of God. We feel secure because we know God's got us. He's got our back. He's providing for us. And we feel power of autonomy because we know that God gives us that power of choice. And, you know, all of that is satisfactory. And when we have that, no matter what's happening in our lives, we still feel that peace and that joy that we're talking about today. But what happens is us humans, with our pride, we try to get it in another way. We try to, you know, have humans give us that love, that praise to help us feel important. Sometimes we hold on to the pain and the stresses and the busyness, where I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a busy mom, as if that will give us the sense of importance, right? Um, and belonging, sometimes we warp and conform ourselves to the world, um, try to please the world, um, to feel like a sense of belonging. And I love when Cheryl shared her story, like, no, you know, I don't care if anybody doesn't agree with this move. I'm going to move because this is what God wants me to do. And she has a strong sense of belonging already to God. And so she doesn't need people to agree with her to feel that sense of belonging. Okay. And this is why we, we create our own problems. Like Debbie said, you know, we don't have to make it worse and make it dramatic Right, um you know the God will give us enough variety and security, the balance of security of like we know what to expect every day, we know to that he's bound when we do this what is right, but He's provided this, this um, IEP for us, you know, this independent personal um, you know lesson and program for us to learn on this earth, so he'll provide enough ch- trials and challenges, right, and so you can see instead of us creating our own or um, needing our spouses to provide or needing our bosses to um, provide. We need to go all the way past all that to the actual source and all that is where it should be because then then we'll have that um, amazing power that where it really comes from anyways to provide for all of those needs. And when we let um, God be the provider of all those needs, then we can have that joy here and now. Okay. And we won't be saying when and ifs and buts. Okay. Jade,
0: I think it's really important that we differentiate between that feeling of happy and that feeling of joy because joy is deeply connected with God mm-hmm.
2: yeah. and
0: happy, happy is just, you know, like,
2: yeah, hey, I'm like a fun day.
0: I'm happy. Yeah.
2: Today. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so what, I think that's
0: what we're trying to create is that yeah. higher level of connection with God, that deeper mm-hmm deeper connection with God that is how we create higher
1: joy that's right and so at the beginning of this call we're talking about the definition of joy and it's sort of like this combination of that feeling of happiness and peace combined regardless of the situation so that divine um, you know higher level of happiness and it's it's a really high vibration so I hope you guys can see that you have no excuses right you can start now um, right, and we can get all of the things that the fundamental human needs from God now. So there's no reason why we should hang on to our pains or stresses or you know, whatever condition we have created to have joy now. Okay, and if you're feeling like you do have a, a good level of joy now, then up level. It's you know, God will make sure if you don't, God will make sure that He nudges you to right raise and rise yourself to. Um, Another level. Okay. So the last thing we want to do is just give you a few um, tips um, along with all the things we've already mentioned, right? So I think uh, one of the first and most important thing is just to choose. Make up your mind to have more joy and pleasure. Okay. Um, and then identify what you want, as in choose. Uh, I want to have this amount of money. I want to live here. Just choose. Sometimes we just say, oh, I want happy. And then we're so vague. And I think that's that's not a, a good thing.
2: Kind of a pitfall. Mm-hmm. I remind me of Stephen Covey's principle, um, begin with the end in mind. It's like, what do you want to achieve? What do you want the outcome to be? And then you can design the steps to get there.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that, Debbie. And be specific. Be yeah. specific. Yeah. Yeah, don't be
1: vague. Be specific. How is God supposed to grant you vagueness? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but then how do you know it's from him if you weren't specific, right? right. And it, it's so going to be a opportunity for you to um, up-level your, your faith because if you ask for something specific and you get that something specific, then it kind of creates more faith in you. So, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy enjoy this creativity and imagination, okay? But then identify it, capture it, write it down, and then tell him. Tell him what it is that you want, all right? And don't um, settle, don't settle for less than what you wrote down. Don't settle, yeah. don't say, oh, well, this is enough. That's right. To way more than you asked for. Exactly. So Cheryl, do you want to share with us your, um, your uh, saying that you like to say? Yes, always, <laughs> always. I say unattached,
0: still, and wise. Be unattached to anyone's thoughts, feelings, or negotiations on any matter communicate directly with god be unattached be attached to god only and be unattached to the world okay and then just be still be still and listen i know for me man i just want to do 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 if i'm not doing it it's not getting done if it's if it's not getting done my way it's not the right way you know and just be still be still let god work his miracles in your life
1: okay mm-hmm. that doesn't mean
0: don't make effort that means be mm-hmm. still make the effort and then be still sit still Mm -hmm. communicating with him and then be wise yeah be be wise in listening and learning and not not compromising
1: and not settling be wise be wise Mm -hmm. excellent I love that so good um Debbie do you want to share um your uh advice
2: (laughs) sure um I think that it's a balancing act of, um, our, of embracing our God-given intelligence and also directives from Heavenly Father. Because we have regular commandments and we have personal commandments. And I love the word autonomy. This ties into all of this because I think our natural man, our natural person, Like, we don't want anyone to tell us what to do. And God's Mm -hmm. like, you're going to know what to do. You know what I mean? If you embrace me, you align with me, you're going to know what to do with me, co-create with me. And then it doesn't feel like you're doing something because you want someone to see you do something good. You're not being obedient because you're trying to get acknowledgement from the world. You're doing something because you've chosen to co-create with God, and you understand mm-hmm. universal, eternal principles and laws, and you allow for, um, you allow for grace, and the joy. So mm-hmm. you allow for mistakes, and you allow for change, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: you allow for the outcomes that you are designing and desiring.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so beautiful, that balance. You need to have that balance between your works and allowing God and his grace. That's so good. And remember that God never gives us second best. His yeah. way is never second best to our <laughs> way.
0: That's not who he is. That's not how he works. We can't even possibly come up with things that will give us greater joy than what he has in store for us.
1: That's right. His standards is so high. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. His standard is great. Far greater than what we could imagine for ourselves. Far greater. Everything he wants to give us is far greater than we can imagine. So I think um, one of the lessons today for me is, you know, ask and then expect, um, you know, in God's style. So it's just like be pleasantly surprised um, in what he provides for us. So That's full of gratitude, full of gratitude. Feel yourself with that gratitude. Exactly. Such good lessons today, you guys. Thank you so much. Um, We have to end here. Sorry, guys. It's been, it's a long um, call, but it's so important. And I'm sure that... Um, We'll have to listen to it over again to to learn some of the lessons over again. Um, But I would like to invite you to choose to have more joy in your life. If we have more joy, guys, in your heart, then your home will have more joy. And then when your home has more joy, your community, and it will ripple out to the world, okay? Um, And we invite you to learn how to do energy balancing with faith I have a course on my website, jadebolton.com. And, you know, go there and just take that course. It's affordable and it's easy to do. But once you do that, you have skills to help you realign um, and, uh, you know, be able to help yourself and you know, understand what you're thinking and feeling on the subconscious so that you can have more joy, okay? be more conscientious of um, what it is that is happening on the subconscious level. And if you're already there... Please join our Earth Angel community. We, um, you know, we're a Facebook group online, and we meet online as well on Zoom. And um, you know, it's just this beautiful sisterhood of women who have um, a great love for God and a great desire to serve Him in this way. Um, so, if you love this podcast, please share it with your friends. Um, and we thank you, Debbie and Cheryl. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jade. This has been amazing. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for listening to the Jade Balden Love, Light, and Healing podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share, and comment. For more from Jade Balden, please visit jadebalden.com.